was the night before graduation, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even <laughs> your mom. Oh, oh. oh. Why are we? Why are we open? Not even my mom. Yeah, Marcy would be good, but why are we opening up with such a sick burn? That's so good. Yeah, I, I don't think that I don't think our adventurers can recover from that. They can't, and they won't. And they they refuse to recover. Shall not. <laughs> we'll never, you know what? I'm not recovery is no, recovery was never an option. <laughs> hey. But in all seriousness, it is the night before graduation, and the four of you are just honk-shooing away, With and a little me, me, me here you're all having little dreams. Your dreams feel oddly familiar, as if you've dreamed them a hundred times before. You have taken the forms of various animals, and you are searching for your coveted questing objects uh all except norman norman dun, dun, dun. your dream feels very vivid so much so that the only way you're certain it is a dream is that while in real life, all your little friends are sleeping on sleeping bags on the floor in your room. But in the dream, you're in your dorm room, but you are alone. And the doorknob is, is a rattling on, uh, on the door to your room. And you see a, a growing beam of, of light across your floor as the door to your room opens. And in steps the, uh, the, the, the Latin professor Eustatia Simons. And the room is quickly darkened once again as she shuts the door. And she approaches your bed and in a whisper says we don't have time have much time to speak but I have a warning for you uh oh give it give it then I know you are planning something big tomorrow and I have seen things and there are, are multiple ways that this, this day will end. But I can tell you that one way will end with you defeating your enemy. And the other will end with you solving this mystery that surrounds the four of your lives. There can only be one outcome. Oh, Highlander. Okay. <laughs> you, ha you will have the chance, or one of your, you or one of your friends will, will have the chance to, to destroy the, 
person who has caused such damage and turmoil to your lives. Or you have the chance to discover why this has all happened to you. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll just have to make that decision when it comes down, when it comes to it. And then you realize you are speaking into the air. Dr. Simons is no longer in your room and you don't start awake like you do from nightmares you've had or especially wild dreams. You just realize that you're not asleep anymore. Weird. Am I, I'm the only one awake? You're the only one awake. What time is it? It is the wee wee hours of the wee wee. It's the pissing hours of the morning. <laughs> it's say two or three a.m. It's piss time. It's penis hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Norman goes piss and then jumps back in bed and tries to nod off to sleep. Big day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the rest of you. Your dreams pass on to more fanciful things, more unfamiliar, whatever your subconscious is, is, is doing at this time. Uh, and those familiar dreams fade away with a feeling of, of, of anticipation, as if you are so close to achieving your goals. And then it's morning and you wake up and happy graduation day. Good morning. Good morning. <coughs> you slept the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, so what Norman. time? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everyone. It's good to see you. I dreamt of you all, I think. Yeah, I know. I had a, I had a dream about uh, Professor Simons, and she was like, yeah, you can either destroy the, the one you hate, or you can solve the mystery. So, at some point, we'll make a decision Wait, today. Wait, Well, uh, I don't like Wait, that dichotomy. Which, which one's yeah. the, which one means we win? Because that's the one I, I want to do. I think, God, really. I wow. think both, but it depends on which way you want to win. Yeah. Okay, so if I were to guess the one we hate, I think it's pretty obvious. Santa Claus. Um, I mean, yeah, well, <coughs> there's and like they, a they list of people. Each all grow beards, but well, yeah. Aside from Finally. that, who we who we truly hate? Yeah, we. So they're saying that like there's going to be an opportunity today where we have to kill Brecken or figure out how this mystery gets solved. Well, we will like beat him. We will. No, it sounds like he dies, or else we don't learn. Either he dies. Oh, okay. Or we learn how this goes down. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll just figure that out later. But it's spooky prophecies from beyond my dreams. (laughs) (laughs) So. 
I was going to say beyond the grave, but I'm not sure. I think she might still be <laughs> yeah, alive. I think she's, yeah, she's still like, she has a body here. We can it's... neither confirm nor deny if she is alive. She may have died in the night. She may have died in the night. Who knows? So here's here's what I think the question is then, everyone. Do we... Do we... Shouldn't we probably decide right now whether we want to, like, know the mystery or, like, win the whatever? Like, do we, do we want to decide now which we're going to go for? Or just, I don't, like, feel it out? Well, I, well, I think I we can... We can try and decide right now, but I don't think that we can really know what's going to happen until we do the thing, you know? Yeah, like, yeah it Norman, feels like a thing that's just going to Didn't you say that in your dream that you said that, like, happen. one of us is going to get to make this decision, essentially? Basically, yeah. So I think, like, I mean, I think it's just going to be something that happens and we just, well, we can try and make a decision now, but we'll just see how it shakes out, all, you know? All I'm saying is right now, as much as I hate Brecken, I would like to see him dead. I would like to know why all of that's that's kind of where I am too to be honest yeah. I would yeah. I think I might would rather the the creep go free and we get to know what's going on plus like then we can like you know, like hunt him down years later we've all like grown out our hair and like are different in like disguise <laughs> I mean to be we fair, could... it could be stopping the whole shebang yeah oh, no. I assume I assume solving anymore. the mystery is Part of winning? I don't know. If it's kill Brecken time, I think if it's like kill Brecken or know the mystery, I say we learn the mystery and I go cut his brake lines right now because I've been itching for that for months. We, I was about to actually me. say the same thing. Is like well, we if we're worried about now, killing like, Brecken, guys on the way there, and like what if he's like an essential part of it? <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. I'll uh, cut the lines tonight. Then let's survive. Yeah, <laughs> survive graduation. Okay. Graduation. Got it. Um, hey Miranda, what? When when do people start like getting there for the shindig? Because and how soon do I need to bring that dagger? Uh, so if you remember, that was a week uh week six activity. So you waited till the very last minute and you carefully placed the dagger in there. Uh, oh, got it. Okay. So you actually don't have it, but to answer the other part of your question. Uh, the convocation begins at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. What time is it now? Um, it's 8.30, So early birds. I, I thought we weren't going to leave it in there. I didn't know if we had left it in there. Well, if basically Wasn't day of, of like, it needed to get left in there, but day of would be risky because of, like, Yeah. And it people. was, like... You had the opportunity to do it in like week two or something, but oh, you decided to wait yeah. until the last yes. possible moment. So what if... It, the, we're going to have to get ready for graduation because like I feel like we need to be as inconspicuous as possible until it's time. You know? Uh, that's fair, yeah. So... I'm going to go change out of pajamas into something a little bit more graduation appropriate. And then maybe do we want to eat? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to stretch uh so I'm ready for whatever and uh get changed. Yeah, I'm, I'm then I'm going to eat. 
Go to Pancake Cathedral. Yeah, sure. Why not? Is, Pancake did, Cathedral. Did it get burned down, or am I thinking? I'm thinking. Of no, 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 no. Yeah, the Waffle House got burned down, if and we, so did yeah. the second Waffle House that we tried to inject into the narrative. Unless it's some like bizarre omen, and we get there and it's all burned down. So as we're as we're getting ready and putting clothes on, they had mentioned being inc- inconspicuous. So Reggie tries a tactic where he like takes the quarter filled sock and like stuffs his pants with it to see if it like doesn't look like does does it look like his his schlong or does it look like a sock full of quarters in his pants? <laughs> why did your sh- is there something to Reggie, roll for that? Wait, let me Reggie, roll. Why does your penis hey, have ridges? Hey, let me <laughs> roll. Why does your dong go jingle jangle jingle? Why is, your penis, why is your penis oh, ribbed for her saying. pleasure? Oh my god, what role would this even be? It's stealth, disguise? 100%. Stealth or disguise, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's disguise. Disguise. disguise penis. Disguise. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. see why? my disguise. Among us, disguise penis. Yeah, How have I never us. used my disguise score when it's been a 50 from the beginning? I, yeah, mine's a 40. I'm going to find this out right now. I'm going to, oh, you're going to, I'll eat your words when I have the best looking penis. I'll eat your words. <laughs> I'll eat your penis. <laughs> so that oh, is a eight. 15 out of 100. Let me roll. Let me roll. Here we go. Oh. <coughs> um. No, that won't do it. That's a 22, though. I was shockingly close to having a convincing Yeah, that, that was pretty close. Penis. No, um... Yeah, people... As you, you know, cross campus toward the dining hall, uh... People kind of give you the side eye, and you feel like they're thinking, man, does that guy know where the nurse's office is? Because that guy's <laughs> dong is messed up. <laughs> Reggie, you could have, like, keistered it or something. Yeah, Reggie, you could have keistered that. You could have put it right up your butt. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that would be a attack against yourself. <laughs> what if... So, here's, no, here's, here's the, the follow-up Reggie question. Reggie is a drug dealer. I feel like he's had to shove some balloons. He has at least had sort. a dime bag up there before. Yeah. That's different from it. Do you know how big a dime bag is, Cordell? It's really little, but what's the difference between a sock full of quarters and a dime bag? Like, who Rigidity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> if I know one thing, I know Dick that Ridges. a quarter is larger than a dime, so... Uh. <laughs> I just want to know, I, I, I just want you guys to know, eventually we will do a one shot and I will have a character named Dick Ridges. And that is really good. That, that'd be that great is good. For, that'd be great for like some space stuff. I feel like. yes. Anyway, what I, here's, here's a real question. Could he just like put it in the pocket of his big oversized hoodie? You could just put it in yes. your pocket, dog. It's quarters. It's a it's a sock full of quarters, like like full to the brim. How would you? Swim? Well, oh no 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 no! It's it's like it's, it's enough that it'll be noticeable in a pocket. It's a foot sized like, amount of quarters, like a one. But I think you could. Fi- I think you only have to <laughs> fill for like, a quarter sock to do damage. I think it has to be at least one third full quarters. Yeah, because otherwise, like well, in, that case, in that case, it would never look like a penis with the way you're describing it. It would just look like some like weird 
You could smooth it out some. Of yeah, yeah I mean, you like could kind of put it down in the grundle, it's just you know? It's to be like $10 worth of quarters. That's a lot of quarters. That's, that's it's not a ton where it wouldn't be too heavy. Yeah, like, and you can put it at the bottom of the sock where you can swing it around your head mm -hmm. and kill people. Yeah. So it's not even a ton of quarters? I think instead it's of making it look enough. like your dick, Cordell, what you need to do is have Reggie put it in his tank. That ah. way it's just kind of like underneath <laughs> there, you know? Yeah, and no, he's just going to like cowboy walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when people yeah, are like, what's wrong with it? You say, I had a vasectomy. Ah, because. Like, like <laughs> but we're at, we're at Pancake Cathedral. <laughs> or put some spurs on so for every step you take, it just sounds like you're walking normally. It just sounds like your spurs go jingle, jangle, jingle. Indeed. Yeah, so penis you eat pancakes. They're delicious. Yum, yum, yum. And you arrive when most of the students are, you know, filing in. Uh, you see some of the Latin club kids, you know, line, lined up where the people line up getting ready to graduate. And you kind of give each other the eye like... Highly suspicious of each other, you know. Um, you do you you note the the absence of Ted Duncan Donahue. Uh, so sad. Still is out there somewhere. And he's in our heart. You Where's enter with I really the rest of the kind of students, okay. and there are a few things you notice as you're filing in. In the concourse around the actual floor itself, you know, like we said, inside the stadium, there's this, uh, you know, it, it, it wraps all the way around uh, and there are several entrances into the Coliseum. Uh, and so stationed at each of those entrances is an armed security officer. Looking not suspicious in the least because it is a major campus-wide event. You know, every student who approaches an entrance that has officers outside it thinks, yeah, extra security because there's, you know, it's a big to-do. There's going to be a lot of people uh, on campus. So no one else one? knows, no. but you know that these are the horsemen. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes. We nod and do little salutes or whatever. Yeah. Secret, secret nods. Reggie hugs secret Dale nod, wherever he is. Salutes. Do I see Dale? Uh, you know what? Make a little, make a luck roll. Okay. Um, make a Dale roll. Make a Dale roll, which is my heart <laughs> roll. Um, luck. Luck, 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 luck. Okay. A, a syntax error. I don't know why I keep using this stupid website. Okay, let me... I don't know why that only... I must have inputted it horribly wrong at one point. So strange. Well, that, that is... your luck stat and only your character sheet that does this. Yeah, that is a really bad roll.
No, I, it was an 83. It was really bad. Oh, okay. That's what I was waiting on. <laughs> it was really yeah, bad. I'm like, I ooh, was what was it? Uh, on the air. So, unfortunately, you do not see Dale. Hmm. Perhaps you'll never see him again. Who knows? <gasps> no, don't, don't, you, don't you dare. Don't you bring that no, curse no, upon no. us. I'm, not, I'm just saying, like, who knows what's going to happen today? You don't know? you put that evil on me, Miranda. Um, William, I wasn't trying to be ominous. I was just thinking, you know, it's going to be a rough day. As no, we so enter, bad. is looking for um, Calvin. Because Calvin should have his sword in case things break bad. Yeah, so if you look at this handy little graphic depicting the inside of the Coliseum, you see there's a stage set up at one end. It's kind of been, you know, transformed from sport mode to... To comfort mode. Concert mode or whatever. Uh, so there's a stage set up at one end, and then uh, kind of in front of the stage, in the section that in this rendering is marked F2, mm-hmm. uh, that is where the, um, the, the marching band is actually up there to play a little song um, to you know, promote school spirit, et cetera. And the mascot, the Monaghan Crusader is kind of walking around where the band is kind of encouraging everybody, doing little, you know, fist pumps into the air, classic Calvin stuff, helmet on, ready to party. Classic Calvin. Do I, do I see my sword? On his hip. You see a sword on his hip. You can't tell. So from where you enter, there's kind of steps up. You en- don't enter on the floor. You enter in this lower, this mezzanine level where okay. the students will be sitting. <clears throat> so there's kind of a uh, a student section. And then above that is a where all the families are going to be uh, on this balcony <clears throat> level. All the families will be sitting to support their their little graduates. So from where you enter, you can look down on the floor and you can see Calvin. You could see he has a sword. You can't tell if it's the sword, the real deal. Got it. Okay. Because he usually does carry a He's sword, but you, he hasn't taken it out of its out of its holster, so you're not sure. But okay. as you take your seats and as the rest of the students begin to file in, you notice several students are wearing some of the t-shirts you made. <gasps> Hey. What do they say on them and stuff again? It's been a hot minute. Oh, I forgot. I even I forgot. <clears throat> Did I write it down in my my thing? I feel like we just talked about making the t-shirts but didn't really specify what all of them said. 
Yeah, I think I they know, say various like things the, the that is like there was on our t-shirt. Mhm. Basically made a lot personal. of kind of duplicates of the t-shirts that you all have. And knit why together by the magic of friendship. Uh, was for, it? to create a bond like essentially like amongst the crowd. Oh, like, got it. Yeah. It's like a sort of like talisman of sorts. Yeah, so you like all see, you shit. see Chris Bones and the Art Bros and the are, the bonus. yeah, the, the, yeah, those the are, are wearing Say the t-shirts. It. Cool, that makes me happy. Yeah, is you look at, there? so the faculty section is uh, right above where the stage is set up. So they're not there yet because, you know, they kind of process in at the beginning of, you know, when the actual ceremony starts. So the front part of this mezzanine level is where the faculty will be sitting. And then this, let me scroll down. There's kind of a, a box at the front of this balcony level. That's a few rows that is, kind of reserved seats of honor for the board of trustees. So you know that is where they will be once they arrive. I um, hate the board of trustees. Then these <laughs> section over here where there's marked sections F4 through F7, that's where the graduates will be lined up. There's just kind of folding chairs in rows, you know, put out there as the seating for the graduates mm. okay okay <sighs> um i wonder who I... is making beautiful Re- art on this <laughs> i listen i saw it look like a clown face and i was gonna try to add some little clown eyes and i, I couldn't <laughs> get it right but i accidentally added another circle and i can't delete it now yeah that's cute thank you i thought that was miranda about to highlight something else but more important because it was yellow now Yep, that was Miranda's doing. I don't know what I'm even saying. Yeah, so let me... If you swipe over them, you should be able to select them. Yeah, I don't care about them that much. I was actually going to show you... (coughs) So, down here, kind of behind the stage, there is a... uh, That is where the door to the prop closet where it is supposedly all going to go down will be. And then there are some, uh, some stairs, you know, where you can, you can get down the, the mezzanine seating. Cause that way, you know, people can get down to their seats. So you'll have to make your way down to the floor and then across the floor to the closet. Once it is time to do the, Counterspell. So the closet is where I will be performing the spell? Yes, the closet is where okay. you'll be performing the spell. Okay. Um, do we have way, do we have like little things in our ears so we're talking to each other the entire time? I mean, some of us are in the same location. We also have a group chat, don't we? Yeah. I feel yeah, like. But like, like spy secret in our ear. That would be good. 
Um, okay. Yeah, somebody failed their shopping date, so they just bought a bunch of video games. So you don't have cool spy well, equipment. No, we don't have cool oh, spy okay. gear. Also, that might be too obvious. And like, I feel like if we were touching our ears the entire time. Okay. Well, Norman, the th- whole thing is Norman can be invisible. Mm-hmm. And can be close up on the action if Norman needs to be. Well, Norman's got to focus but, on the counter stuff. Well, that, yes. But at a specific time is what we are learning. What are we are saying? Okay. So here is my question, Miranda. Yes. William is able to hip no ties. <laughs> With those hips that don't lie. Is, Ooh, there, is there a way that I can create? like a mental link between the four of us kind of off of the oh. idea of hypnotizing. We also Well, yeah, but like at the, I don't think it's going to be ideal timing Norman's for it's like Lauren <laughs> like yeah, like Norman is sitting there like trying to perform a counter spell and then he's like, "William, I need you to make everybody do the chant and trying to type that." Chance. Yeah. I think trying to create a possible mental link might be a good idea. Maybe. I I'm mean, you, you are welcome to try. I will allow that. What kind of role would it be? I guess it'd just be a regular old hypnosis role. Okay, so appearance. Need to roll Wait. half your appearance score. Yesh. This wouldn't work for Norman. Oh yeah. Yeah, because Norman they have has to that. Stay consistent. Yeah. Consistent okay. So then maybe we just rely on yelling, honestly. Yeah. Also, <laughs> and I can also be used chip. for for vocal communication. Yeah, ah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you can all be on like a group, you know, you could be looped call. into the same phone call or something. Yeah. Never tell me I can call. You could send voice well, memos and such. Just do if I if Norman needs to be invisible and out in the thick of it, then the visible people can just do like arm waving hand sign bullshit yeah. that Norman I can think see. while Norman is doing the counter spell, one of us needs to be close yeah. to him protecting him. Yeah, we already Dibs. decided that, didn't we? That we have two. Yeah. I think I think what we decided was Marcy Norman because Marcy's got the judo and that's all about defense, you know. And yeah, that's like going to be out near the field because uh, William has see, the, sword in the there. field. I thought Reggie was protecting Norman because Reggie wanted to be close to the dagger. That was what oh, I yeah. thought. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, plus, you know, werewolf. Um, so and quarter sock, werewolf and quarter sock. Um, so, okay, yeah. So then me and Marcy will be kind of out and about. And at some point, I'm going to try and do a mass hypnosis on everybody in the stadium to do and say oh. words and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, also what the t-shirts are for, I think. Yeah, was to like make it to where there's a connection between a lot of people. Yeah. All right. I think... I think we have Okay, so before stuff breaks off, I think while everyone's distracted watching the graduates come in and the faculty come in and you're like 
all the pomp and the circumstance is playing. Yeah. Um, that might be the ideal time for Norman to go in Vizzy and start sneaking over while everyone is distracted. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts, uh, a lot of stuff going on at that moment. You know, graduates are are filing in or taking their seats. Also, now while people are sort of piling, in. yeah, yeah, what? that too. What? Yeah. Okay. So okay. should I should Norman do that and go go down to the go down to stay in the closet? Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, then text Reggie, us. Reggie, you can go ahead and head on over there too. Then. Yeah, I feel like Reggie would Reggie be like. I feel like he would be in like the section right behind that door, or like I wait, is it down the smart. hallway? I can't. I no, like it is kind of right to. It's it's next to the stage, so kind Where of. That- Blue circle there's is. A, there's kind of a rise here, so there's a wall between the the floor and the the mezzanine level of seating. Yeah, and that wall has a little door that leads to the uh, storage closet. Yeah, I just didn't know if the closet was like directly there, if there was a little hallway, if that made sense. I also didn't know. Yeah, and I mean, like Reggie, you don't gotta be with me in there. If you but have just be a close. close enough spot that you can like keep a watch out. Okay, then yeah, he'll he'll be in the section of seating right above the door. So if need be, he hop he just hop right down. So the section right above the door is actually where the faculty sits. Uh, I don't know if I could weasel my way in. Okay, there. so um, then why don't you just sit as close as you can and just make sure you have a uh, like line of sight with the door. Yeah, that's smart. Then I will be in the. Uh, honestly, it looks like it's labeled D one. Yeah, D D one. I think would be the ideal one, like right on the edge of that section, ready to rumble. All right, I'm just gonna mark that. Wish I hadn't already used the color of Cordell's little player color. Um. We all have regrets in this life. Um, and then Marcy and I will just. I think we need to sit towards the end of an aisle, but like that way, you know, if stuff starts to break bad, we're already at the end, and we can just kind of like bolt out and be ready. But also, you should probably sit as close to your sword. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to, like, do you see uh, on on the map, C1, which is kind of, like, corner from the stage? Yeah. Okay, so it... No, no, no. no. So we're going kind of, like, if you're standing on the stage looking out into the audience, uh, we'll be stage left, so... So like one section over from where Reggie is. Yeah, one section over from where Reggie is. That way, I think also there are going to be some people that may be on the lookout for our group. And if they see that we are separated from Reggie, they may in- get in their heads that we had a fight and are like separated yeah. and not together. Ooh, psychological warfare. Yeah. In fact, as Reggie's walking away, I kind of give him a shove to like 
maybe hopefully somebody sees that and thinks, oh. Ooh, why don't know. we just make that no, Reggie's, acting yeah, room? Yeah, Reggie's just like, doesn't know what's up. <laughs> Who's shoving whom? I am shoving Reggie. Not hard, okay. just like a little push, like a, like a right, get away. sell it to me. Uh... Can I roll this acting. as acting? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one and a two, and here we go. So it's a sixty-two. My acting is a fifty. Oh, don't! I don't. I don't think this is important enough for me to spend luck points no. on. So I'm just gonna. I'll just let the. I'll just let it ride. You act. Yeah. So it's Reggie. not really you convincing. To the people around you, they kind of take it as a playful, friendly shove. The one person that does buy it wholeheartedly is Reggie. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Wait, Aww. I thought I thought we were I thought we were cool." I is, give Reggie a wink. Is this going to be? Is this it? Did the tension of trying to save the world somehow get between our beautiful friendship? I yeah. give Reggie a little wink, like a, you know, what's up. I don't know if he does. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know if he does know what's up. I just pull out my phone and start texting you in the group chat and say, sorry, I was trying to make other people think there was tension and we weren't (laughs) friends. That way they wouldn't be suspicious. Single tear emoji. Norman like already ran away and was invisible. So like, what? (laughs) (laughs) All right. And so Normie. Is gonna end up in heel. All right, where is Marcy yeah. gonna be situated? I, Marcy, I was just assuming was with William, considering we split up into pairs. So just like on there as standby in case people start charging William during the hypnosis number. So just as close okay. to William as possible and constantly surveying the area around us for any suspicious onlookers, etc. That. Now there are the two of you together. Everyone is in their places. I locked the door. The oh, you locked the door to the closet. Yes. From the inside. Okie dokie. Uh, I don't know about that. Now, if he if he shoves it open, you know what's up, and you know you need to get in there. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, the fiction's happening. I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask Sammy not to do that, but yeah. like that no feels like gonna... trapping yourself inside. Oh, yeah. They're not locked in there with you. You're... <laughs> I'm locked in there with myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it is time for graduation to begin. The first people to enter kind of before the 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 music itself the first people to enter are the trustees they kind of walk in wave to everybody the it is actually it's um it's actually dean antilles who is kind of emceeing the event of course so he kind of announces you know give a big thank you to the board of trustees and the Excellent job they've been doing managing our university and really getting us through these t- 
tough times we've had this year, et cetera, et cetera. And then the music starts, the faculty uh, processes in, you know, holding the heads of departments, holding their kind of departmental flags. And then uh, notable among them being Dr. Brecken. You see him, you see Dr. Simons, you see, you see Dr. Shu, you see, uh, you see Travis Jenkins, you see both Armands. They're in separate departments, so they kind of enter separately. You see the, 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 the friends and enemies that you have made this year among the faculty take their seats. And then the graduates come in. And then once everyone is in their seats and ready for a somewhat boring two to three hours, the president of Monaghan University, Jeremy Michaud, (laughs) steps to the mic and makes his speech. He hears from among the graduates someone shout out, Machoed! Yeah, that is, he he ignores it and introduces the graduation keynote speaker, distinguished alumnus, William Calhain Sr. (gasps) I am, I, 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 I want you to know. I, I I'm sitting not far from you. Yeah, keep going. I'm i like I'm not far from the stage. I am staring daggers at this man and texting him rapidly. Yeah, he as a good uh good no, event didn't. goer, his phone is silenced, set to non-audible mode, but rest assured he will eventually get those texts. Once he takes his seat, he begins to talk about his own time at Monaghan University and gives a special shout out to the group that got him through his four years of study, the Latin Club. And he asks all the members to Stand up and give a little wave. Reggie does not. Marcy does yeah, not. Yeah, you. S- yeah, William does not. Norman does in the closet. Ooh, <laughs> got him. Gay. Yeah, you. Oh, Normie, it's okay. Your friends will accept you. Maybe. Uh, yeah, we have a secret homophobe. Monster <laughs> among us. <laughs> hmm. Fun times. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just died a little bit there. So yeah, you see, you see, Chris kind of tentatively stand and wave, as does Calvin from the where the band is sitting, and the uh, the the graduates from where they're sitting. 
and the, you know a couple of the other of the remaining Latin Club members you haven't had much conversation with uh, all feel very seem to feel very weird about the whole thing but you know as as happens when you have to make your presence known at a large event um but at that point i think all of you make an occult role except for norman no Uh, this is what I'm good at. The I rolled an extreme irony. success. Ooh. I rolled a six. My occult is a 30. Is, is zero zero like less than 10? Yeah, so. All zeros is. Uh, all zeros is 100, but if it's like zero zero and six, then that would be six. Then I got four and my Ooh. score is 43. Wow. Major fumble. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Man. Okay, you're you're blind to the supernatural. <laughs> Two good a hits. Hundred. A hundred. Oh. You, I mean, I feel like you have been established as kind of the all muscles, the Norman. All muscles, no magic. Yeah. You know, I you have a, the I kind of a, psychic thing, but I'm that's a, a different, uh, <laughs> different. <laughs> Can we, can we say just category for, of the supernatural then you know for narrative convenience whatever's happening like william elbows marcy and like points it out no marcy's yeah. still but she's still being affected by whatever's about to happen yeah that's fair yeah so it's, you it's you point it out but marcy c- still can't see the thin haze of purple mist that is beginning to seep from the three graduates in the Latin club and is beginning to form a cloud above the members of the board of trustees. What? Now, if there's anyone who would recognize this, it would be Reggie, because Reggie would recognize Purple Haze in an instant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, nice. Yes. Well, okay, do... Do... The, the, those of us who got an extreme success, do we know any... Do, do we, like, know, like, okay, now's the time, or is this, yeah. like, a... You understand that the ritual is in motion, and Norman, you didn't make the role just because you're not in the line of sight of what is happening. Mm-hmm. So, but you do know you are waiting for the others to signal you. Yeah. Once the, once the ritual has, has started, the magic is kind of in motion and that's when you can start doing the counter spell to kind of funnel it away. Yeah. William is frantically, frantically texting like, go, go, go. Now's the time. Okay. Oh, okay. Norman starts starts the counter ritual. Okay. So the the haze that is moving from the graduates to the board members is having an interesting effect. 
the graduates pass out as whatever this is is seeping from them. The people around them don't notice at first that they've just kind of slumped in their chairs. But you all do because you are watching for this. You, William and and Reggie. And you also, when you look from them to the board members, you see them almost imperceptibly starting to look younger and uh, beginning William, to William uh yells like like totally disrupts the scene but is starting to yell like medic please people are passing out down the, like trying to like cause a scene to get people to go to the graduates and like pull them away so like at the very least we can like disrupt the scene and kind of cause a commotion okay uh go ahead and We'll call it, hmm, try and get a commotion, or cause a commotion, get people to notice you. Let's see, what would be a good public relations. stat to use there? <laughs> yeah, that could be I a feel public it, relations role. Can, oh. I, can I argue it's a performance? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so yeah, it, William is just like trying to like yeah. get the Turning medics down the there and like really just getting everybody the, to. Ooh, okay, yeah. so that's a fail. I think this is big enough. That's fifteen points. That'll bring me down to forty-four luck points. I feel like this is worth the luck points to like okay. get the distraction running. So I'm gonna burn fifteen luck points to bring it down to a 40 to meet my value exactly to make it a success. All right. So you are yelling, you're waving your hands, you're pointing at the people that are passed out. Uh, The ones who notice are the people around you, obviously, who are kind of, you know, the, the, the bystander effect is kind of happening here where they're all standing up and looking and pointing and, talking among themselves there is a is a dull whisper that is growing to a murmur and then the other people that notice are the parents and families of those students uh you can tell because they stand up from the balcony level and start also pointing and yelling at the scene down below obviously none of them can see the magic that is seeping from them to the men at the end of the stadium, but they can tell their children are passed out. A lot of things happen at once at this point. The distraction has grown to the point where uh, dear old dad is still speaking, giving his speech, but most people are not paying attention. They are all looking at the... Um, at the security guards who are, you know, some of them are calling 911. You know, some of them are rushing to the scene to immediately, you know, check on these people. So most people are watching that commotion. Are you all watching that commotion? Where is your gaze directed? 
Yeah, you've noticed people are passed out. Um, William, I think William is watching the magic and watching his dad, kind of like back and forth between the two, while still like yelling and causing a commotion. Because I think in William's head, it this didn't start until his dad started talking, so he needs his dad to stop. Or at least for his dad to be drowned out. Okay. So. Um, uh, oh. oh, sorry. Cordell. Reggie's eyes are on the door. Like, he's not, like, staring the door where Norman is down. But, like, he, he is keeping that closet in clear view. Because if anybody gets into Norman, none of this matters. Okay. So, the three of you roll spot hidden but reggie since you're at specifically watching the door you get uh a plus 10 okay so plus 10 to the to the score i need to be yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i failed i rolled a 78 and my spot hidden is a 36 Okay, you are laser focused on your father. He has now noticed you. You're having a good old stare off as he continues speaking. He's now on to his own political successes and his you know, his his current campaign. It's pretty much now a campaign speech. I give him the finger. Okay. Yeah, that does happen, but uh, so you <laughs> emotional damage. You do not notice this, uh, Marcy. You are also your eyes are on the graduates and what's happening down there. Yeah, Marcy rolled a sixty nine, so she looked down and she says, "Nice, nice." <laughs> I I rolled a sixty two, so uh, Reggie does not notice. Not I as suppose. funny. Not as which funny. is yeah, and very concerning. <laughs> What? How many yeah. luck points? Yeah. Wait, Not what's enough. your? What's your spot I, I would need to score? be to thirty-five. I am at a sixty-two. Oh, that would oh. that would sap basically all of my luck yeah, to even not, attempt. Yeah, that. Yeah, not, not worth, worth it. it yeah, yeah. So none of you then notice Doctor Morris Brecken rise from his seat in the faculty section. And start making his way toward the door to the prop closet. Does he have a key? We're about to find out. Well, so um, Maria- now that <laughs> no, he's going to take a while fumbling through his keys. I'm like, wait, no, that's not it. Hold on. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. And then right. wait, not nah, break. It looked like uh, since since Reggie is looking at the door, mm-hmm. there's no way. There's no way you don't see him getting to the door, but you don't see him leaving his seat or, you know, crossing past the other faculty members going down to the stadium level. Yeah. And Norman, while this is happening, you receive the text to begin the counterspell and you start saying those words. You begin to start seeing the 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 trickle of magic that you weren't able to see 
up above you where the where the where the trustees are seating or sitting because fun fact the the prop closet you are in is almost directly under where they are seated mm, understandable you start to see drippings of magic as you start these words you start to kind of see it begin to seep down into this room the room is starting to get a little hazy uh the dagger which is the focal point of your spell is beginning to glow and the eight pointed shape that it was was drawn on the floor or taped off on the floor is also glowing and you hear the door to the prop closet begin to rattle and Reggie, you see Dr. Brecken trying to enter the supply closet. I'm going to roll luck now because I do have a luck stat for Dr. Brecken to see if he has a key to the door. Did it work? Did we? Did she fail? Did he fail? Did we bully him into failing? We did. I think. I Morris, think it worked. Morris tripped, I think. and then like that's he, how his, I would like. To. Morris tripped, and his pants fell around his ankles, and then oh he my pooped. god, he has amazing. He, he pooped himself that's real it. bad, like real funny poop time too. I want him to. If he fumbles, he does well, shit himself. He didn't have canon. any opportunity to use his luck, so it's unfair if he has super high luck. That is true. That is very true. But what? <laughs> looks like he got through. But I want to be an asshole. Uh, <laughs> uh, to be I fair, this is, this is final this is final beat territory. So like eh. uh someone remind me how to roll dice in the chat. I forget it. I uh forget. just uh look over if you look over you'll see that there's a die section yeah, click on the die on the sidebar. On. And then Type you can roll like, one hundred and it'll show up that you rolled a 100, and then, oops. <laughs> That's clever. No, no, but yeah. In sidebar, uh, where you can, like, change directions and stuff. Go to Google Ooh, Images and search troll face. Like that. Okay. <sighs> Finding the door locked, Dr. Brecken reaches in to the pocket of his 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 pants he has to kind of hike up the funny little robe he's wearing as a faculty member and he reaches into his pants pocket and produces a key Mm. and can i roll a luck check that that's the wrong key Sure, go ahead. You roll a luck. That's what we'll do, actually. We'll do, and this is not a thing, but we're going to do it a thing, is contested luck. So. Hey. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> what the um, fuck? So, those were equal levels of success. 
Because they were both regular successes. Oh my god. <laughs> but Sammy's Ugh. was lower and cuter, so... So... That's true. Um, yeah. What is your total luck score? That, well, oh, it's, it's a, a 46, roll. yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to say he doesn't have the correct key. Yeah! So that oh is going to give him... <laughs> it's going to take him another... It'll only delay him probably by probably about 30 seconds. And that's he's also going for, to... That's enough. that's enough time for Reggie to get he over He could there. draw some eyes, you know, trying to kick the door down. It is, yeah, it is Reggie time. <clears throat> All right. Reggie, Reggie. It is Reggie time. So, so, Reggie, upon seeing Brecken reaching for the door and, like, trying his keys and whatnot... Yeah, hops over the bleacher and runs over to him. All right. Uh, go ahead and make a, let's see. Make some kind of strength related skill that you have okay um real quick i do want to see um if there's some kind of partial transformation that may be beneficial here wolf wise because you had okay. sent me like the enhance ability versions right. of i wolf. think that's in your yeah i DMs. Uh, found it. So, um, oh, I could have, uh, could have had better spot hidden. Hmm. What's DB? Is that damage bonus? Yes. No, that's Dave. Hey. Dave Matthews. Yeah, guy. that's also yeah. true. So, what I'm gonna do is, I don't know if it's fight time, but I'm gonna activate my what big hands partial transformation thing which gives me a plus four damage bonus for one d4 hours or one combat encounter i'm assuming we're in combat encounter territory um we'll see once you reach brecken uh is so i guess my question is do i need to activate that in advance or can i just say like like will i need to can I activate it in the moment, or do I need to say I'm doing it now? Uh, you can do it in the moment, but it'd be kind of giving up your... Like, if you got to go first in, in, in combat kind of deal. Got it. Okay. Um, We can go ahead and, like, minorly hulk out. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna just... I'm going for it. Reggie thinks it's fight time, and that's what matters here. So he gets okay. all what big hands. And I imagine that kind of looks like him. Uh, like he's breathing heavier. He hops over, but I need to do a successful power roll before I actually describe that. Okay. Uh, just realized I was just kind of making it up. 
Power. Okay, here we go. Power's 80, so theoretically. I rolled 80. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I mean, barely, but like, wow. Okay, so successful power. Yeah, you're, you're hulked out now. Okay. And that's like, as he leaps over, like, some extra hair sprouts on him, and his hands kind of elongate just enough. Like, not really visible and noticeable, but like, if you were looking, you'd be like, huh, his hands are weird. He grew a sick beard. Maybe. Okay. So, for narrative funness, you're gonna, you reach Brecken just as he, just as he kicks in the door and the, the force of him bursting that door open and then you barreling into him sends you both toppling into the room and there is Norman patiently going through the words and motions of the counterspell while Reggie and Brecken are getting ready to tussle at the end of the room. Okay, then if the door has been kicked in, Reggie ain't even saying hi. He is swinging quarter sock. <laughs> All yes. right. Like, I'm straight up swinging for the head. Brecken has been the absolute worst this entire time, and now he just kicked in the door for my friend? No, I, I am just swinging for the head with the quarter sock. Yes. yes. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Make that roll. Okay. Save it. How how does this work? <laughs> so this is going to be. We have not combated. <laughs> right. I knew. I knew this was going to be our first instance of for realsy combat. So your skill for fighting is going to be self-defense. Okay. So make your self-defense roll and. Save it. Don't tell us what it is. And that is where we are going to pick up in our next episode. Oh, God, this is crazy.